Hello, LLI listeners. Welcome to season two of Lovely Linky Inspirations, the podcast. To my dedicated listeners, thank you for your support. To my new listeners, thank you for tuning in. So come now, join me as we encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Hello, LLI listeners. How are you today? Happy Monday. Today is Wear Blue Day. Let me, re- let me rephrase that. Today is hashtag Wear Blue Day. And if you don't know what that means, uh, National Human Trafficking Awareness Day is recognized each year on January 11th. And today is the 11th of January, 2021. Um, So in recognition of this day and throughout the month of uh, January, the Blue Campaign hosts um, like various events. And so one of their initiatives is the Wear Blue Day. So it's not too late. You still have a few hours before uh, today is over. What they they ask um, us all to do is to take a picture and post on social media, a selfie or have someone take your picture wearing blue, right? And that is their way and our way. And I say our way because I am um, a human trafficking awareness advocate of, um, and so that's our way of uh, bringing awareness um, to human trafficking as we continue to fight uh, human trafficking. And so we want all of you to join us. And I hope that some of you did wear blue today and did take a picture and put it on social media. I know social media has um, so many good um, things about it. There are bad things. And if we can use it for good, because I promise you, you, human traffickers are using it for bad. And so therefore, we need to use the same tools that they're using to traffic um, our children and adults alike to combat human trafficking. So put that blue on, take a picture, post it with hashtag uh, wear blue day. And if you missed today, you can still, you know, um, wear blue this entire month, I would recommend. And when someone asks you why you're wearing blue, and that's the awareness, why, right? If someone asks why you're wearing blue consistently for the month, then you can explain to them because um, it uh, today is Human Trafficking uh, Awareness Day. And, you know, for the month of January, um, a lot of different organizations are putting on events, um, spreading out their initiatives uh, for human trafficking awareness. Uh, um, month, right? And you can be a part of that. And so, you know, I'm just going to share a couple of um, statistics with you. Let's share a couple of um, t- stats with you. Sorry. And, you know, you guys know I'm using my new mic. So bear with me. I think last week I sound a little far away. And so I'm trying to work it out. So, um, if you hear any brief pauses, that's me trying to figure it out. So yes, um, January is National um, Slavery and Human Trafficking um, Prevention Month. And so, you know, wear blue throughout this month um, to bring awareness to that. And so, you know, I wanted to give some stats, right? Why is it important? Because often, you know, I, I find with talking um, to individuals and with uh, the initiatives that uh, my organization has, uh, some of you who have listened know um, to um, Love the Linky Inspiration, the podcast, know that uh, 
I co-founded an organization called Prince Princesses and Ladies Inc. with my husband and with all our members. I thank God for each and every one of them. And one of the initiatives that the organization has is Project prevention and so for us it's uh, during the summer normally August or September that we put on an event and we do it during that time when um, uh, children are home from school or right before they go back um, to school or right as they go back to school to bring awareness because our focus is truly on um, prevention right there's a lot of um, organizations out there that deal with, you know, that after the fact, they work on prevention too, but they deal with a lot of human trafficking victims. And our attempt is to um, not have victims, right? And so we focus on youth because we know that youth are targeted, boys and girls are targeted um, at an early age. And next week, I will give you some more stats on that. So we try to, um, you know, work with girls to build their self-efficacy, self-confidence, and self-esteem because what we know is that traffickers, you know, choose those that are vulnerable and those that have low self-esteem, low confidence, and low self-efficacy. And although that's those aren't the only reason um, that someone get picked, um, now talking about a child get picked by a trafficker, you know, that's what we are focusing on is to build up our girls um, in those areas because really there are many reasons why um, children and adults are trafficked and um, that's not the only reason but that's what we focus on and so some of the stats that I want to give as we're talking about young people is that you know sadly within 48 to 72 hours of teens um, running away from home one in three of them are recruited by a trafficker and so you know listen to that right how how awful is that? I, I have no other word for that. So within 48 to 72 hours, they're going to be targeted by a trafficker, one out of three. And that's a lot when you put it all um, together. And, you know, so I recently did a research paper last semester. Some of you also know that I'm a PhD student and human trafficking um, awareness, bringing awareness to it, combating it, ending it, being a part of that. Um, uh, being a part of that initiative really is a passion of mine. And so one of the papers I wrote last semester um, was about human trafficking. And so I'm giving you some of the stats um, that I researched and put in that paper. And so the National Human Trafficking Hotline reported um, in that within um, 2019 alone, there were 844 contacts, and this is in Illinois, and 267 reported cases. And what I mean by contacts is um, calls to the National Human Trafficking Hotlines with the mention of Illinois in it, and those are phone calls, texts, or online chats, or email, or web forms, and they mentioned um, Illinois within. Um, their reports. And so there were 844 contacts that mean 844 reports that mentioned Illinois and um, 267 cases were reported. So 844 contacts alone in Illinois and 267 of those um, were cases that were reported, right? Um, and, you know, one thing, um, 
that we have to be very aware of even now as we're practicing um, social distancing. You would think that that would um, limit human trafficking, but instead it has um, increased human trafficking because the reality is human traffickers have adapted to our new normal of you know being shelter in place, social or physical distancing, whichever one you want to call it. They have adapted to that and they are finding ways around that, right? And we know the internet is one place that um, recruitment takes place and the fact that our children are home more, um, you know, parents, be careful. Know what your children are watching all the time, are um, logging on to all the time, but more so during these times because they're spending more time on their devices because they're home, you know, most of the time, if not all of the time. And so that's very um, imp important because, as I said, uh, you know, human traffickers have always targeted individuals. Um, through social media, but um, during this pandemic, the cases have there has been reports that the case if cases have um, go, gone up, and social media um, is consistently being used to lure um, individuals, especially our teens, right? And you know, Polaris, uh, they're um, an organization that works to combat against human trafficking. They reported that the trafficking hotline um, for trafficking crisis um, cases, where you know those cases usually need help within 24 hours, increased more than 40 percent following it, following the shelter in place orders. That's a lot, LLI listeners, 40%, right? And so they're still doing more research um, on that. That was at the beginning of the shelter-in-place orders, and they want to make sure that those um, numbers are correct. But, you know, in any case, whatever um, percentage or increase there is, to, to me, that's significant, right? Um, and so the United Nations Office on Drug and Crime, they reported that traffickers, like I said, they have adjusted to the way things currently are. You know, um, they have their approaches and they're using technology to help them, right? And so um, again, the United Nations Office on Drug and Crime, they are warning all of us about the dangers of traffickers reaching children online, you know, especially now during the pandemic, again, because our children are online more than normal. And so the risk are even higher. The probability <laughs> is even higher, right, of them um, being targeted by a, um, a a trafficker. So, you know, we want to be very um, alert and responses, responsive to what our children are tuned into and just check on, you know, it's okay to check on your children to ask them what they're on when they're on it, no matter their age. You know, we need to be responsible parents. I have an 11-year-old and an almost 18-year-old and I, you know, I ask questions, right, you know, about what they're on, what they're they're doing, you know, my almost 18-year-old, she's 17, she'll be 18 next month, you know, some of that may change, but even then we still have conversations around that and it's important to consistently do that. Now, another thing that I want to talk about it's a touchy topic, right? As if human trafficking um, isn't taboo enough, which it shouldn't be. It's not for me. I can talk about that, you know, 
all day, every day without any shame or embarrassment because I think it's something that we need to talk about. We need not to be shamed by it. We need not to think it's not happening. Act oblivious, act like it's not, you know, we don't know anything about it because it, 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 is, it is real and it is happening. But, um, you know, one, another report that I found uh, during my research is that, you know, Porn is a million dollar industry. We knew that long before. And so my my aim here isn't to deter anyone who watches porn or to say it's bad, good, or it, you know, indifferent. You know, that's not my motive here. Um, the motive here though is that, you know, it's harder to track, right? And um, that some people are addicted to porn and that leads to porn addiction can lead lead to um individuals who may think they will never do something to to the then do something out of the norm and um to 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 be a part of human trafficking with it without even knowing being an enabler being in be being an enabler right because you know there have been reports that the people the women the men we watched on uh that are watched on porn um sides, you know, some of them are trafficked. They're there against their will, right? And so whether or not we realize it, um, you know, and, I, and I'm just saying we in general, so whether or not people realize it, um, it you know, they're contributing to porn. They're being enablers because they're watching it. And so it is reported that porn is watched by 28,258 users every second. Right. Let me say that again. It is reported that porn is watched by twenty eight thousand two hundred and fifty eight users every second. It is also reported that every second on the Internet, three thousand and seventy five dollars and sixty four cent is spent on porn. Wow. Every second, every second. Right. And it is also reported that. 400 million searches use the terminology when they're searching for porn, use the term youth, right? And so that is where my main problem lies is that when searches are for porn, youth are involved. If 400 million searches reported that um, the terminology used is youth, for 4 million searches in a study, 400 million. Let me repeat that. I don't know if I made a mistake. 400 million searches in a study showed the most popular used terminology to search for sex was youth. Now that is astonishing, right? And on a popular porn site, you know, it's, a, it's an extremely popular porn site. I won't call the names, but it's been in the news recently. Um, the top, the top 10 search for six years has been youth, right? And so um, that makes it, you know, that, that makes it, the, the top 10 search has been teen. The term teen has been the top 10 search. So let me repeat that on a popular porn site. Now it's an extremely popular porn site. The term teen has been a top. 10 search for 10 years. So again, my aim here isn't to talk about whether you're not you should watch porn, but to make you aware of the dangers of our youth being um, 
forced into the porn industry being watched on television or being watched on or on laptops and on phones you know and um against their will right there have been many reports of of teenagers when they get out of um somehow get away from these traffickers of trying to get videos of them taken down off these sites or parents trying to get the videos taken down of their children you know and so here is where the problem lies so we can't continuously um just be neutral to it because it's affecting our children and you know a lot of time people think as i've done um several events around human trafficking awareness and we've done panels and one of the questions that consistently is asked is um you know is are human traffickers coming in a van to snatch your child away or to snatch you away no and so even the perception of what human trafficking look like looks like need to change because people believe that you're locked in a cage some are but you know it's no longer the norm there are, there are children going to and from school that are being trafficked there are adults going to and from work work to home that are being trafficked and so we have to be careful that you know we are not dismissing someone who might be trafficked because it doesn't look like what we perceive it to be and you know a lot of people believe then if it's someone pulling up in a car or a van that it's a stranger but as in a significant amount of cases is it someone it is someone that the person knows a family member a respected person in the family you know and so um we need to just be very vigilant and very careful. And so I mentioned about my organization, uh, Princess and Ladies Inc., and our initiative, right, um, which is Project Pre Prevention, and the aim is to educate, combat, and eradicate. And like I said, we hold an event um, each year between um, either in uh, August or early September, and it's a panel of experts each year that, you know, talks about human trafficking in their respective fields. And, um, you know, the, uh, the panel is open for question. And so uh, last year, we of course, we had to do it um, virtually. And so this year, that might be the case again, but people can send in their questions. And, you know, what uh, princes and ladies align with that is our I am mission mentorship program because we truly believe like I said if we're able to mentor our girls to you know to build their self-confidence self-efficacy and self-esteem not that they won't be but they're less likely to be trafficked to be targeted by a trafficker you know at some of um, the events that I have been to and um, where uh, there have been documentaries of uh, traffickers talking, right, in interviews. And one of the things that they consistently say is that they will go to the mall, right, to recruit um, children. And one of the things that they look for is a child, is a girl that has her head down, that looks like she's low in confidence. That's the child that they're going to go for. They're not, if they say hi to a girl and she looks them dead in the eye and say don't call to me don't talk to me they won't go for that girl um nine times out of ten ten times out of ten they're gonna go for the girl if they say hi to her and she holds her head down or acts shy that's the one that they they go 
before because they can man manipulate her more, right? And so that's why we have the I Am Mission Mentorship Program. And so, you know, check out Princesses and Ladies Inc. online. Also check out other organizations. There are several organizations that, you know, again, are working to combat um, human trafficking. And so I know it's heavy, right? It's truly, truly heavy today. The topic, it's not light and pleasant, but I truly wanted um, to come on today, um, LLI listeners, this Monday, January 11th, as it being hashtag wear blue day and talk a little bit about human trafficking because it is um, human trafficking awareness month. And so we need to be aware and awareness begins with education and education begins with, you know, talking about it. There has to be some communication happening. And so as I leave you today, one of my questions, well, is how can you help, right? Because there's things that we can do. And I, I mentioned briefly about being an enabler, right? And um, if you don't know, you don't know. And there's many ways that we can enable human trafficking if we don't know. Again, like I mentioned, you know, buying porn and not knowing are those women or are those men forced um, to do that or even um, labor because there's sex and labor trafficking buying products you know as consumers we buy products do we know where those products come from do we know who's making those products do we know who who are on the line or out in the field you know working um, on those products that we are consuming right and so it's to be vigilant right and to not support any um, companies, any individual that might be trafficking other human beings, right? So how can you help? I really want you to think about that, right? And what do you think human trafficking really looks like? Like I mentioned to you, having gone to several events and hosting several within my organization, and then to hear um, what people perceive human trafficking look look like looks like, and um, that they truly believe that it's not happening in their neighborhood. Some don't even believe it's happening in the United States, right? But it's happening here, right? And it's it's happening quite possibly in your neighborhood without you even knowing it, right? And so, um, it, it, we can't take the stand that it's not happening in here. It's happening elsewhere elsewhere because you know uh human traffickers they do not discriminate by class by sex um you know by how much money you got in the bank what's your profession it doesn't matter if, if they they have a way in they're coming in of course you know they there are um people that are at great greater risk there are vulnerable youths and there are vulnerable adults that you know are targeted more but they are not the only ones and you you know i've heard from um many uh human trafficking survivors and they come from various backgrounds they don't all look the same they don't all speak the same they don't all believe the same things and that tells me that it really doesn't matter who you are right um, and so awareness is truly key. And so again, I want to leave you with how can you help? Because I, you know, I really want to know what can you do? Because we have to be more than aware. We have to act, right? I truly believe whatever it is, whether, whether that's donating to an organization that combats human trafficking and bring awareness in the various ways um, that organization organizations do, um, or whether that's you um, being out there, right? 
getting into the fight of it, the nitty gritty of it, to try and help combat it by hosting, um, being a part of panels if you're an expert in a certain area or attending these events to get education and then spreading that education, having the discussions with everyone. And I mean, absolutely everyone in your family from the youngest to the oldest person um, and on the level that they can understand and tolerate to speak to them about um, human trafficking. So hashtag wear blue day, wear your blue. And for the month of January, start having conversation and continue the conversations throughout January and for the rest of the year, because the louder we speak, right? Um, the more ears will listen and the more awareness is, is brought about, right? Traffickers are using every medium possible to um, traffic men, women, boys, and girls. And therefore, you and I must use every possible tool that we have in our grasp to do the same, to combat what they are doing, to fight against what they are doing. They're using it to traffic. We have to use it to combat. So, you know, oh, let me breathe. I took a break right now. I am working on my... um on a question that I missed in my comp exams. And so I took a break just to, you know, come on LLI listeners for our Monday, um, um, Love Linky Inspirational Inspirations, the podcast, to share with you about this important topic. And so I'm asking again, because I want it to resonate, how can you help? Until next time. You may follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lovely Linky and YouTube at Lovely Linky Inspirations on my website at lovelylinkyinspirations.com. You may also email me at lovelylinkyinspirations at gmail.com. Please share, like, and subscribe. Until next time, let's stay connected. So come now, join me next week as we continue to encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Talk soon. Until then, live good.